Welcome. This is a video product description for the WeVibe 2, the couple's vibrator. The only dual vibrator you can wear while you make love. KTBR Break Room! Let's move on, because it's time to move on. Hear the drummer get wicked! Bird, do you play the drums? Do I play the drums? Is Big Bird yellow? Ooh. Of course I play the drums, and when I play the drums, oh, for Ernie, I am the most far-out hepcat and swinging person of them all. Oh, Bert, uh, hey, Bert, I'd like to hear that, Bert. You would? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, stand back, and I will show you a far-out super hep swinging swaying drum solo. Oh, go, Bert. A one and a two when a... Oh, groove with me, baby. You gotta have soul. Oh, Bert. Bert. Don't stop me now. Turn it up. After the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming up. Okay. Out. The Break Room. The Break Room. Man of Action. The Break Room. Stars in The Break Room. Karate Commandos. The Break Room. He's got nerves of steel and strength to match. The Break Room. His team. Dirty, dirty Dustin. Why is my sperm so powerful? What? Thomas the Tank. We can grow pubes? Professor Germanium. The Samurai Warrior. And Rip Rip. Kate Lively. The Break Rooms. Teenage Apprentice. Vaginal spread. Mark the bus. A sumo champion. What's a merkin? The break room. They battle the sinister forces of the claw. Remember this. And the ruthless super ninja. Finish Doris. The break room. Stars in the break room. Karate commandos. Broadcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. That's right. Episode 253. That's right. Feels like we were just here yesterday recording this. You're right, it does. It's you guys again. I can't believe we've accomplished a second episode in a row. <clears throat> well, this the sad thing is this is definitely going to be the last one. I know. It really is. It's really sad to say. I'm sorry. This will be the so last episode. This is out, go out, part due. We're going to end it at 253 until we get to 254. <laughs> sad times indeed. We will end it until we get to 254. That's true. So, unfortunately, we don't have any uh, celebrities that have called back in this week. That's okay. Maybe next time. Maybe for 254. Sorry, I got a little sad. I was getting nostalgic. But we do have a question of the week. So this week is a little bit uh, decrepit, perhaps. Would you rather watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life, or you have to join in once to stop it? Ah, that is a terrible question of the week. Can we pass I, and go to another one? I think I'd rather die. <laughs> Just gonna die. I'm pretty sure that's the third alternative that, that works. 
Okay, I'll, I'll give you another. If you're, if you're just going to eat it all. I, are you super excited to answer that question? I'm Mark? Excited. I am super excited. You picked it out. Okay, I'll, I'll move on with this then. Okay, thank you. Would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life or be sticky for the rest of your okay. life? Way better. Way better. Doesn't have to do with watching your parents or... God. Ugh. I can go ahead and field this one. I'm going to say sticky. Why? <clears throat> because itchy is really unpleasant and you have to constantly scratch. If you're itchy, you could at least... Or if you're uh, sticky, you could at least fall asleep at some point. It would be unpleasant <clears throat> and it would be kind of nasty and nobody would want to be around you much, but... You at least could have some sanity, I think. I think if you're constantly itchy, all you're going to do is be scratching, and you're going to scratch your skin off, That's and true. it's going to drive you nuts. But what if, you're, what if you're like uh, the villain from Dick Tracy, itchy, that you're a prominent gang member? Not worth it. Saying bees knees and all that. I'd rather be just a cog in the wheel of life than be a prominent gang member and be itchy. But what if you're sticking it's good, co- it's always good to name an irrelevant movie with a terrible character <laughs> from it and then say, what if you were that? But what if your stickiness comes from being covered in semen? Still, you still, still rather be that. You would rather be coated three times over in semen than be itchy. There's, there's pretty much any way to be sticky that would be preference to having to itch all the time. But you would be covered head to toe in semen. You'd be I, just. I a, get the semen thing. You that have you're edited about. this question. You it would be so like you can say semen no matter how many ways you want to say semen. <laughs> I'm still going to pick sticky over itchy. It would be what the if best. It, what if it's five layers of semen? What if I had another layer and another? What if I cloned Peter North 50 times God. and made it become What is your video? obsession with Peter North? Because <laughs> he comes along. It comes up every episode. <laughs> Pretty much. You talk about that more than I do, the you and Dave fight about the spreadsheet. <laughs> he seems a lot. He can probably coach you in one go. God. He could coach you five times uh, in yeah. one explosion? Probably. I think, I think I agree with Dustin on this. That neither one is pleasant, for sure. No. But itchy is a state of irritation yes. where... Whereas the the stickiness is just fucking inconvenient as all hell. But you're leaving. I, I, the downside is to both of these. You're probably leaving some sort of residue on, on everything you touch. For oh the yeah. Of your life. Oh yeah. You're probably going to be a pretty sufficient homebody, no matter yeah. what. No matter which one of these you have. <laughs> you go to kiss your godchild in the forehead, and he's just covered in stickiness. And or not sure you'll have a godchild if you're sticky That's face true. guy. Yeah, That's I'm not true. sure. If you're semen covered guy, I don't think too many people are going to want to include you in that. Godchild's probably a lot closer than actual child. True, but, <laughs> but still, true. who's going to pick the semen guy to be the? the Will like you the come with me to the cathedral uh, for the for the blessing, godparent? <laughs> Thomas, could you wash the semen off could just you for this? Please, not use the holy water to remove that. <laughs> could you just remove one layer. <laughs> could you go down to four layers of semen this week? You can get recovered later, but for now, just remove one. The priest. I don't it. want this. <laughs> Anything but this. I agree. This is a pretty easy decision because being itchy, you're right. You might eventually get down to bone and you get a real problem. You're going to be hospitalized. Yeah, you're just going to rip your skin off eventually. But being sticky, it could be a superpower, especially if you have super stickiness and you can like climb up walls. <laughs> Would you like launch yourself around like uh, Martin Short and Arrested Development and just have people like throwing you on a wall? <laughs> exactly. You just get stuck. Exactly. It could be a superpower and uh, you could gain millions for that. Even if you're covered in semen, you could get. Uh, semen covered millions. <laughs> That's from true. That. Well, what if you could actually like climb a wall like Spider Man style? Yeah, exactly. Because you're completely sticky. Semen I, sticky. I don't think this is branching into the superhero. Uh, you don't know. They, there are no parameters. Here comes Semen Man. All right, you're right, but that's not that's not the impression I got from the question. It's a new version of Paste Pot Pete. Yes. <laughs> semen Man. Semen Man. That's the updated version of Paste Pot. This kid, Paste Pot Pete, is Semen Man. Semen Kid. <laughs> God. But it could be a superpower. And you could uh, eventually get in a hot tub with your soulmate because of those millions that you just made. For being semen covered? For being covered. 
The question is, how fast is it dry? And you have to, how often do you have to have it reapplied? Probably weekly. I, I think you're think. just constantly that level of sticky. You're, you're five layers of semen sticky all so the time. That would mean that you have some sort of metabolic process which keeps your skin just constantly moist. It's like the Spider-Man web creation in the wrist. You just have semen coverage all the time. <laughs> it just seeps out of your pores. It's constantly exploding. As soon as you shower, semen covered again. You could be the biggest donor at the sperm bank, too, while you're at it. It's just constantly. I think, I think all the skin. semen's dead once it's out on the outer skin. I don't know. I I think, but that could be your superpower to have fertile semen on the outside of the skin. I, I'm pretty sure that if I remember right from health class, that sperm can live outside the skin for a few minutes. You probably don't remember right though. So you to be honest, not. you could probably exude it from your skin and fist somebody real quick and get them pregnant. <laughs> so again, another superpower, <laughs> another advantage to semen covered skin. <laughs> to randomly fist people with your and semen get them hand? pregnant. <laughs> Look, we don't even have to do it. <laughs> I just have to flick my skin your way. <laughs> exactly. That's hot, isn't it? <laughs> I have to sh- <laughs> flick them in your general vaginal direction. Or I can use these two hands. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, well, that was a hell of a question, Mark. So we all agree we're going to be sticky for the rest of our lives. <laughs> it's really weird. All right, well, moving on to the... Main segment for the show today. We're going to bring back, we're going to resu- resurrect the double dead corpse of the Taste Buddies. That's all right. I'm hungry. I want some food. It's time for another award winning edition of the Taste Buddies. Taste Buddies, assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shop, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donut, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or mixed special. Sometimes I get. I haven't eaten in like a year, so I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> I know, since, since last August. It's not healthy to only eat during Taste Buddies. <laughs> that's when we have the best food, though. I'm pretty sure that's the diet that Richard Simmons prescribed that I follow, so. <laughs> only eat during Taste Buddies? Yeah. Alright, so. This week I bring a, a triple offering. Ooh, luxurious! <clears throat> so I'm gonna go with the 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 norm, then kind of the Ooh. unnorm, and then the really unnorm. <laughs> so I'm gonna start with the <laughs> the Nabisco Handy Snacks Premium, which are your Nabisco. Uh, are they premium? You would have you would have gotten them a lot of times in like your lunch pack. Like a little, uh, like eight little breadsticks with a little thing of kind of cheese. This guy bragging about the fact he had lunch back in the day. <laughs> the rest of us just went didn't. hungry. I didn't have any lunch. Ever. I have so, to confess, I never had these in my lunch. Okay, well. That is going on the montage. <laughs> so, breadsticks and cheese. It. And if you, just by the way, if you want to see pictures of these, go to uh, Brewblood's show on Instagram and you can see pictures. Or uh, Google Handy Snacks Premium. Or do that. So, essentially, I just wanted to try Like, this is kind of a normal snack thing. The second one we have is a little bit more abnormal. And then the third one is a new uh, snack from Nabisco. Do you so. think that this cheese is the premium artisan quality that Mark carries around in his pockets? No, of course not. Probably not. No, I don't I don't bow to this large <laughs> conglomerate Any, of cheese-like substance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any cheese that can be stored on a shelf with no cooling or refrigeration or anything <laughs> is not premium it's cheese. probably questionable. So... I'm pretty sure this could withstand a it's nuclear a, yeah. war and still taste like it's supposed to taste. So you've got eight little, uh, you know, Marcus penis size uh, breadsticks because <laughs> he has a little weeder to be able <laughs> to be able to dip. It's amazing how how much they look substance. just like my penis too. <laughs> they have no hair and no head. They're just straight shafts. 
I'd like to see your penises. It kind of—it's almost what I would envision a uh, you know a shorter version of a ten-inch uh, outward navel that we talked about in a previous episode. That was weeks ago. Though. Yeah, there's no there's no glands on this. Uh, it's just a straight shaft. My measuring tape is just dong length. <laughs> right. So and it's uh, yeah Nabisco one of the uh, large conglomerates of snacks. In the snack game, definitely not an independent entity. They're they definitely someone that we have to bow to because if they cut us off, we have no snacks for the for the segment. That's true. That's true. Uh, so let me rip open this biatch. Now I remember having these with the actual like club cracker. I don't really yeah, remember yeah, the breadstick yeah. as much. The breadstick, I guess, is a yeah. I, yes, I remember cheese substance, and, but and they gave you like a little red plastic smear thing that you could smear the cheese. Oh, on the I cracker. remember that. Yes. Yeah. So That's I'm dipping right. in. I've got this uh, bare penis-like uh, breadstick and. <laughs> Dipping into the cheese substance. Got a nice schmear of nuclear orange cheese. It does have a crunch to it. These are definitely not, uh, you know, there's something special about those Olive Garden breadsticks. This is not Olive Garden breadstick quality. <laughs> well, Olive Garden is just a notch above. They always have, like, some garlic flavoring, and they're, they're better. Barely a notch, got some, but they're got some butter. But the advantage there is, here we're limited to breadsticks. At Olive Garden, you have unlimited breadsticks. So here. I could get my fill yes. all day on breadsticks. Olive Garden, uh, a beloved sponsor of the break room. <laughs> now, these aren't even these little penis sticks. I would rather them taste more like a saltine rather than the no spice, no flavor. That's what I'm saying. They have nothing to them. They're just like eating like plain... It's like eating air. Plain breading type flavor. There's really nothing. It's like a hard piece of bread or something that you're sticking in nuclear cheese. I don't mind it. Now the cheese. I, mean, I can tell you right now something. that Mark minds it because there's not 12 gallons of salt on top of it. Well, yeah, of course. But no, it just—it's like eating a Jesus wafer. I like a little salt, yeah. a little something. It's like Jesus wafer, and then you add some cheese substance, like some decayed Rotel cheese on top. I don't of it. feel like you've had enough Jesus wafers if that's what you think it tastes like. It's pretty similar. Jesus wafers have no salt. They're you know crunchy. Barely any material material to them. This is pretty much the same thing. Now I will say the nuclear cheese actually ain't that bad for nuclear cheese. I mean, I'm now ge- I might I'm growing a third eye as we speak, but it's clogging my arteries and I'm going to die. Yeah. But <laughs> it actually kind of it's not that bad. I remember liking it as a kid, and I I have to stand by my kid palate that it's really not that bad. Your kid palate, yeah, my kid palate's stupid on a lot of things, but this one it's actually right. It's not that bad. It tastes just. Like, it tastes very much like Velveeta, but the the delivery system is terrible. Man. You think? Yeah, I really the, don't think so. The unflavored breadstick is terrible. It adds I nothing. don't mind it. I, I think it's fine. I guess if you're looking just for a flavor torpedo that offers nothing outside of the cheese flavor, okay, maybe. But it's not a very good flavor torpedo. The flavor it torpedo brings a crunch. To the cheesy explosion in your mouth. Crunch is the, that's all it provides. Okay, well that's but something. It should a, as a flavor torpedo. You should provide some other flavors. Yeah, the cheese the cheese isn't bad. I would like a little something like you say. I'm kind of in between where you guys are. I don't mind it, but I would like a little flavoring on these things. All right, but so they're not bad. They work. Let's move on to two thumbs sideways. The oh well, let's wait for rankings. Too late. Let's wait for rankings. That was an that irrelevant ranking. Invalid. Um, so the second one is uh, Nimbisco's Handy Snacks, Mr. Salty, which is hey. pretty much already Mark is into it. Related it's to always being sticky. Pretty much the same thing we just ate, except instead of the, the plain, plain, plain breadstick. breadstick, you've got the, uh, pretzels. pretzels. The same sticks. nuclear cheese, the uh, same two-sided compartment. One side has got some uh, 
oblong objects, and uh, like me after having some gonorrhea, some sort of disease. Also, no glands on these, and the same nuclear cheese as well. Hmm. The same eight. The same eight sticks, correct? Yes. Correct. It's just that we fire roasted them over some hot coals. And added some salt. And added some salt. Now, the other ones were premium. This is supposedly not as premium, I guess, because it's not called premium. This is called Mr. Salty. Yeah. Now, that, my friends, is a much more superior product. It's funny that you say that. That is a flavor torpedo in my mouth. I think it's not as good as the premium. You're insane in your head. Because the, the, the salt mixing with the cheese... Provides a winning combination of flavor explosion in my mouth head. I did used to love Mr. Salty Pretzels. Just straight up. Yeah, and you add cheese and you have a winning combination of flavor explosions. Straight up while you were listening to... Yeah, while I was listening Matchbox. to Paul Abdul. <laughs> straight up, now I tell you. This was pre-Matchbox 20 when I was eating these things. I see. My bad. This is a much better combo. You I have to say, I think for being called Mr. Salty, it could be saltier. I gr- agreed, agreed. Agree completely, but it's much more salty than our previous incarnation, the previous installment, which had nothing. It had almost a negative effect of flavor. And I'm sorry, Nabisco. Don't don't take out, don't send assassins to kill me of your premium, not so premium crackers. I'm just speaking the truth here. And journalism, the journalist, the journalism industry will not be stopped. I will not be silenced in my snack news and snack opinions. You know what? I think I'm going to have to stand in solidarity with my fellow person kept outside the monitor bank and say, I think I actually like the first one better. You're both insane. You should both be locked up. If this is going to be Mr. Salty, it should be saltier. And the actual uh, pretzel itself, without the salt, doesn't taste as good as the breadstick did. I agree. So I'm going to say it's secondary. Um, You're insane. You should both have Let's not forget where the term Taste Buddies came from. That's true. So the original Taste Buddies. The original Taste Buddies are in sync here. Yep. This is this is definitely secondary. Well, as the overriding Taste Buddy, I'm going to say it's not that great. I mean, I'm sorry. It's much That's better. a bullshit name you just gave yourself. <laughs> you were right, though, when you said it's not that great. No, no. The original is not that great. This one's much better. The winning flavor of cheese and salt. They're both not... I mean, they're both not terrible. I don't hate either one, but I definitely think the first one's better. I mean, none of these are... <clears throat> I, don't, I don't mean to indicate that... Any of these are something that I'm going to buy on a routine basis or anything. Right. Um, but I, I definitely prefer the premium over the Mr. Salty. The premium, not so premium. Exactly. And lastly, what is our... Oh, is any of it premium, really? So the odd ball in this group is... Uh-oh. Uh, is, getting uh, crazy. Handy Snacks Oreo, which is pretty much the same concept. You've got eight Oreo plain sticks, which is basically just the outer cookie of the Oreo. And instead of the cheese, God, it would be really weird if they put cheese in this. I would. Um, Lastly, we have to mix all three. You've got the and, you have uh, the too the late white can't stuff do it. in the um, middle of an Oreo. Yep, that's what it is. Man, that they should have given uh, you a spreader here. Oh yeah, they should have. Oh, the cookies are kind of stuck together in this instance. Uh, not only that, they're not even the sticks that we're accustomed to. So, uh, oh, they're not. You can't. I'm break. gonna. I'm gonna call shenanigans here. You can break them. To, oh, really? Yeah, they break easy in half. This means I do I? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. you definitely need. You're right. You need a spreader here because nah. there are there are thin wafers, oblong. There's not you. All you can do here is dip. You can't make a concise oblong Oreo here. A foot long Oreo. I like it though. I like the dipping process. Now this is this is not even the traditional Oreo white substance. I'm pretty sure it is. I think no, it is. Too. No, no, the, the original stuff is powdery, more powdery than this. This is like I think liquefied. 
I think you're wrong. The original stuff is not powdery. The original stuff it's not, is... It's not liquid like this, though. It's not gelatinous. This isn't liquid. It's not liquid, know. but it's gelatinous. This may be a little thinner than the original, but it's still... Not a lot. Yeah. But I'll tell you this... The original is not powdery. I wouldn't describe it as powdery, for it, sure. It tastes the same. Yeah, yeah, it does. And that's the important thing. It looks a little like congealed semen that, you know, Sticky Man threw off his body. Yeah. That was um, like, yeah, Sticky Man threw one layer of semen yeah. off. Maybe that's maybe that's part of his superpowers. He makes handy snacks yes. in his spare time for the kids. Um, but it does taste exactly like an Oreo should. It's just that the cream... Cream? ...is slightly <laughs> gelatinous, which is not consistent cream? with the original Oreo. Now, what is the advantage to having this over just tossing a couple Oreos in your bag? That's a good question. Is it is this that much more fun than this is dipping fun, Mark? I don't think it's that fun. I find more fun in twisting the Oreos apart and licking the individual halves. You're also a jaded mid thirties guy. This is for kids. Yeah, kids might enjoy this more. But kids are dumb. We can't pay attention to what kids say. But this is aimed to kids, so you aim at the dumbness. I'm pretty sure this is aimed at Gen X. I I really do think that <clears throat> that these this entire snack line exists for children. Yes. To, as I said before, throw in lunches to take to school. And there's something with the activity of actually, you Dipping. know, keeping the kid busy doing things as yeah. opposed to just popping a cookie right in his mouth. Yeah. But you need to teach the kid how to lift and separate the Oreo and or the Oreo wafer from the cream inside. I get that. If you're not teaching that, but you're that's not, an okay. I, that's an activity no, no, no. that can take place stop, at home. Just stop there. No, oh that needs God. to be taught. That at happens home. at home. Yes. With dad supervising, mom supervising. Of course, but you need this is amongst the kids. We shouldn't enable this this snack fallacy. <laughs> this ease. This is so idiocracy. You, you don't want the kids in the wild doing that on their own. You want uh, of course, you want parental supervision. Yeah, yeah, right. You teach them at home, and then you provide example in school so that other kids can learn. They can teach the you can teach your kids. That kid can teach that kid. It's not that dangerous. It's pretty uh, dangerous. It's not as dangerous. You're as playing a dangerous game, game, Mark. It's not as dangerous as like goldfish. I mean, come on. This is simple. It's easy. Why would teach, goldfish be more dangerous? Teach, we'll get into that later. Uh, you can teach them to listen. <laughs> that's going to be an inside. That's, that's going to be a break room no, no, report. No, no. that, that's a break. Yes, that's another episode. This is easy. This is you teach the kids to lift and separate, and, you teach, and then they can spread the knowledge of the Oreo. <laughs> this is just idiocracy. It's like your kid is sitting there just slopped with the cheese. That was cool. He's also sticky for the rest of his life. This is all he can accomplish in his life is dipping an Oreo stick into some fake gelatinous Oreo cream. That's right. So that doesn't mean all he can do. That's just what he's no. starting off doing. So we're putting all of the hopes and dreams on <laughs> what a child can do on Nabisco. <laughs> so, uh, so we're saying that this is the start of a kid. I'm okay with that Nabisco. That was Thomas that is a uh, is besmirching you. Yeah, they currently have uh, <laughs> absolutely I Thomas the tank engine. Some red dots on Thomas's head from this the Nabisco assassin. Email him at thomas at the tank dot com. So what are we saying? This is the the Fisher Price of the snack game. <laughs> Yes, please send me an email. There. I'll respond immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's the Fisher. Pr- it's the Fisher Price of snacks, huh? What do you expect? What it's do amazing. you expect for snacks for kids? This it, isn't a high end. It, it might as well have said snacks for kids on the box. I guess it is a, an ancient mystic art to learn how to separate the cream from the Oreo wafer perfectly, so that you get an equal measure of cream on both halves of an Oreo. This isn't like a Pepperidge Farm cookie. You know, it's not a high end snack. This is for kids. <laughs> if we're talking about this as as a Duplo of snacks. Versus Lego. It's, what, it's like a Lincoln Oreo. log of snacks. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll allow it. Maybe I will allow it. If it's just about <laughs> if, if it's a teaching device, but I would expect a kid to graduate <laughs> from this very quickly. <laughs> well, they have to start somewhere. Mark. Maybe this is the training wheels. But I tell you this: if they don't get up there within two weeks, I'm going to push them off that bike. I'm going to punch them in the face <clears> and push them off that bike very quickly. <laughs> All right, Dustin. How about you give some rankings on these things? Um. <laughs> 
The premium cracker, uh, pretty good. Or the premium option, not the cracker. The premium uh, right. breadstick with no flavoring. Um, wish it had a little bit of flavoring of some sort. Some kind of spice. But again, this is for kids. Kids like plain stuff. They have no palate. Whatever. Kids like spices. No, they don't. Kids don't like spices. They don't like anything. They like plain crap. They like, like you know, mini hot dogs and shit like that. So it kind of fits in that realm. Chicken. Yeah, like, yeah, chicken nuggets with no flavoring. They like that kind of stuff. So it fits for them. Uh, it's not horrible anyway. The cheese is actually not bad. I actually enjoyed the cheese and the Mr. Salty and the premium. I would say that the Mr. Salty, had it been saltier, I probably would have liked it better, but it's not. So the actual pretzel itself, not as good as the breadstick and the premium. So I'd have to actually give the breadstick and cheese uh, a thumb up and a thumb sideways. Not bad. The Mr. Salty, have to give that two thumbs sideways. And the Oreo, honestly, if you like Oreo flavoring, it's not that far off. It's maybe, actually, the cream may be a little sweeter than a regular Oreo. Yeah, cream? Uh, so I would go ahead and give that one two thumbs up. So n- none of these were none of these were bad to me. I, I at least decently enjoyed all of them. They were all tolerable no, to, get to, to no, not uh, bad. squid jerky, huh? Exactly. Cream? No squid jerky, no... Uh, chicken biscuit with the easy cheese oh you know it was it was actually it was actually fine to to actually kind of good cream mark well i was very surprised by your snack selection here and also please at the same time because i never had these growing up i had the uh usual lunchable which was the superior uh lunch option just i just want to declare how just wealthy i was growing up of with course the real meat that was in it and the fake barbecue sauce <laughs> um the <laughs> It was fancy barbecue sauce, dude. <laughs> the lowest man in the totem pole here is definitely the plain uh, breadstick with nuclear Bloody. cheese. It's got nothing to it. It's just... It's a nuclear cheese delivery system. The Mr. Salty right, so what at least provided some, some nice spice to it, and it was also a flavor combo with nuclear cheese, a winning combination. But is salt technically a spice? Yes, it's a spice. I don't know about that. Let's look that what up. What is it, then? No. What is I it? No, we'll look it up. I, it is a uh, chemical. Sodium. You're both dumb. But I have to say, <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm more of a savory than a sweet fan, but I have to say that the winning, it's a winning combo. If you're late, if you're going to break a snack in case of emergency, I'm going to go for the most accurate emergency device, and that's going to be the Oreo and cream thing, because it's the most accurate. Salt is neither an herb or a spice. It is a mineral. <laughs> Whatever. It's still a spice. But the... But the actually or- not. Damn you, science. <laughs> the, what I don't like is there's no spreadles here. Uh, no way to make my own little oblong Oreo cookie, but... Yeah, what happened to the little red piece of plastic yeah, that you used to have? That? Bring I, back the red piece of plastic, that, Nabisco. That, that, well, I, guess that, you're just I think supposed that to, went out with the dippable stuff. Mm. Like I think you said dip your finger in and spread it yourself, which is not tenable. That's 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 horrible. But flavor-wise, it's the most on point. It's on fleek, as the kids say. But you should quickly graduate from this to a more progressive snack, like a regular Oreo. But I gotta give it to the Oreo, uh, whatever this thing is called. So, thumb ratings? Um, the regular breadstick, two thumbs down. Boring. The Mr. Salty, I give one thumb up, one thumb sideways. I give the Oreo because it's on fleek with the flavor. Two thumbs up. They are really missing having the Club Cracker nuclear cheese combo they uh, used to have. That yes. was the best. The Club Cracker, yes. Yeah, the Butter that Cracker. That, those were good. Those That would have been the, the winning combo here. Absolutely. Thomas? I think I'm going to side with both of you on the Oreo for sure. Two thumbs up. It's pretty... Pretty much the same thing, just a little bit different action of how you get it into the uh, jowls. <laughs> um, and your little kid fat face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mr. Salty, I'm going to go with um, 
One thumb sideways, one thumb down. I didn't really like the uh, the nuclear cheese is fine. Uh, but the pretzels, I don't think, were very good. Salty wiener. I've had good pretzels before, and those were not them. Um, They're not the best, but they yeah they could be they have a lot to be desired for sure. So yeah, one thumb sideways, one th- one thumb down, and the um, premium with See, look how small it is breadsticks with nuclear cheese. I'm gonna go with um, one thumb sideways, one thumb up. Oh, so, very nice. I'm pretty sure that uh, me and uh, the original taste buddy had the exact same score. So pretty much. Um, I think well, I gave uh, Mr. Salty two thumbs sideways. <laughs> That'll be the only difference. We'll, we'll rub penises later. Right? <laughs> of course. And make, and make yourself sticky all over again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Add a sixth layer. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, coming up on the other side, I think we have a special uh, dust and dust bin. Some sort of list that I, we can destroy. I don't know if it's special, but yeah, we do have teach something. Me how to teach me, teach me how to breastfeed. We are taking a break to squeeze a boob into a bucket with a can of Rotel. While we're doing that, call 469-665-9827 or Skype us at break room and leave a voicemail. Hey, you say you're getting tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it? Yeah! You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time? Yeah! Well, I say you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot, hot side. And the hot stays hot. The new McDLT. Hot, hot. Crisp lettuce and tomato on the cool, cool side. And the cool stays cool. The new McDLT. Cool, crisp. The beef stays hot. The cool stays crisp. Put it together, you can't resist the hottest taste, the coolest dish. Keep it hot, hot, keep it cool, cool. Mickey LT, Mickey LT, hot, keep it cool, crisp LT, Mickey LT. It's a good time, hot, keep it Mickey for the great taste, cool, crisp LT of McDonald's. Could be the best tasting lettuce and tomato hamburger ever. Mickey LT. Hello there, I'm celebrity Dustin. What do they do with the penis? Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good. That's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby bitch. It's hard. He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's gonna listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. <laughs> 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 hey guys, how's it going? Hey, what's up, guy? Nice well, to be here in the dustbin. Welcome to the break room. Uh, thanks, thanks for welcoming me into my own little area. Oh, so he's trying to say it's the Mark Hudson show. Again. No, no, I'm just saying. Listen to this guy. It's our collective area. But <laughs> thanks for welcoming me to my kingdom. That's, that's not really what point. you just said. <laughs> that is not what you said at all. But uh, let's go ahead and examine a list. What? How about you say? Hey, let's do it. <laughs> what kind of list is it, Dustin? <laughs> Okay, so I was going back and listening to a couple of old episodes to kind of remember what the hell we did on the show before. Because you forgot? I have no memory, so I always forget. And one of the ones we did before was, I was supposed to do news, and I apparently was as lazy then as I am now. <laughs> and I said, you know what, I'm not doing news, I'm just going to do a list. And the list was things that people in the 80s would know, or people that grew up in the 80s would know all about, and uh, should know top to bottom. We did not know bottom. very many of those things. Because, uh, you know, we were all of nine by the time the 80s ended. So I decided for this segment, 
why don't we go ahead and examine the 90s when we were, you know, between 10 and 19, and maybe we would actually remember a couple of these things. How much, how much longer is this list? Uh, well, we can end it now, me. God. But, um. You already bored, Mark? <laughs> But, you know, I figured maybe we have some consciousness. We probably don't remember a lot because we've all consumed a lot of alcohol and drugs and things between then and now. So, so a lot of PC. those memories are kind of fuzzy and blacked out. So maybe. PCP. But, well, at least all that is part of drugs, isn't it, Mark? No. No? no. Oh, okay. It's class D substance. No, no. 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 <laughs> all right. So this is 20 things according to the very reputable site, collegetimes.com. <laughs> It says twenty things only kids will only nineties kids will understand. So are we gonna first of all are we setting up a game? Are we gonna guess some answers or are we just gonna run down the list? I'm just gonna run down the list and say, Do you remember this? Do you remember this? No, move on to the next one if we don't. That's a good point. So that's what we're gonna start with. (laughs) That sounds way too complicated. Can you read the rules back again? All right. So number twenty, it just says Prince so many prints. And that's not Prince the singer, but like making a print. Uh, the nineties, the nineties was all about prints and different prints all at once. So you're talking about like, like different patterns? kinds of patterns, different kinds of, I don't know, iron-ons and shit you hang on the wall and all that kind of stuff. I know myself. I don't know if you'd call them prints, but I definitely had a lot of posters all over the place when I was uh, all over the place. when I was in uh, middle and high school. Uh, uh, I remember a lot of yeah. patterns on things like uh, Saved by the Bell. Uh, Jesse Spano's vests often had uh, many prints on them. Uh, Fresh Prince had a lot of prints. That is true. Um, Hypercolor was a thing. Hypercolor was a big thing uh, in the late 80s and early 90s. But yeah, uh, I would say that was an early 90s, more than a late 90s thing. If, but you're, yeah. ta- if you're talking just posters, I guess, just a printing of a thing, uh, a lot of dot matrix prints. Do kids do posters anymore? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Do kids do posters? But we were all about it, you know. I mean, we used to go down to the, uh, what, what was it? Videoville. Videoville and buy their discarded posters that they... And we they would have them in a bin, and we would just pick them at random, and or sometimes random, sometimes not. And we <laughs> we'd, put them we'd usually try to get ones we liked, but then they also had like yeah. the twenty five cent bin that you didn't yeah. know what it was. You just paid a quarter and yeah. pulled one out, and that resulted in Paul Newman the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah, that is actually where that came yeah, from. It actually, is. they'd be like, "Oh damn it, god damn it, I got on Golden Pond. <laughs> I had a spare, hang this. <laughs> I had a spare Paul Newman poster on my wall for some movie that I still haven't seen, and that resulted in the the Halloween costume." Paul Newman, Paul Newman and the Ninja Turtle. We need to set up a, a watching party that nobody's full just to see if it's yeah, good. We should. We should. It so. inspired a character. You had the poster on the wall for years. We need to watch it. The most spare watching party of all time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The other thing I remember from we'll the was the, the, break room account. the artwork where uh, you had to like unfocus your eyes to see some hidden image. Was that like MC Escher? No, it wasn't Escher. But it, it, Escher was big at the time, but there yes. was the. I, there were computerized prints where you, had, you were allegedly had to. You had to unfocus your eyes and stare at it, and you would see like a picture of a sailboat or some crap. Or like Waldo. Or Waldo. Now Waldo was something different, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I never could make my eyes unfocus enough, or I don't have the right brain to see <laughs> those images. All I saw was a glob of, of colors and random patterns. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to do that either. And I tried and tried and tried, were, it just made my head hurt. It was like, really dumb. It was like that episode of Seinfeld where uh, Elaine tries to do that. You should have turned one eye inside and kept one eye straight like Kristen Bell can do, and then maybe you would have seen it. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Did you have prints, Thomas? Did you have a bunch of posters and shit back in the day? I didn't have a lot. I I always wanted those and didn't really have them. Had a lot of Sandy Patty posters. <laughs> no. A lot of Carmen posters. No. <laughs> no on both accounts. Michael W. Smith posters. <laughs> Some DC talk. <laughs> All right, number 19. Mood rings. I do remember mood rings. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark that. Never had one, but yeah, I remember them. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I never had one either, but I do remember people having them. Yeah, that was more popular among the uh, yeah. hippy-dippy types. Yeah, I think hippy-dippies yeah. and females were more into yeah. that. Well, hippy, guys, yes, hippy-dippy yeah. females. <clears throat> Ooh, uh, you're calm and yet energized. Look, your mood ring is so blue. You're so purple. You that must means- be happy or sad, whatever it means. You're- this is the dumbest invention ever. Oh, you're red. That must mean you're angry and buried with your freshman anger. <clears throat> not not quite as dumb as the pet rock, but... No. <laughs> uh, that at least, was a brilliant idea. <laughs> at least the mood ring did me? a thing, even if it wasn't inaccurate. True. Even though it was totally inaccurate. Yes. Hey, man. Uh, number 18, gigantic logos. Uh, they show a Tommy Hilfiger sweater that's just covered in a Tommy Hilfiger logo. Uh, the bigger logo, the better, and the more logos at once was perfection. And they said that was a big 90s thing to have, like, branding across your chest. Yeah, that's true. I, I uh, remember stuff like No Fear and... Jabot. Yeah, Jabot uh, was Na- big. Old Navy was big in West Texas when they first landed in Dallas. Because if you had Old Navy, that meant you'd been to Fancy Dallas. Oh, you been outside of Abilene. Uh, Jabot was big, of course. The Jabot pants and the Jabot shirts. Uh, Reebok pumps were a big thing. Uh, anything Nike? See, kids today just don't understand what it was like in the 80s and 90s when you did not have a connected world via the web. You only had your little tiny town unless yeah. you went outside of town. Yeah. So, yes, it was like awesome to go out of town and see what the big city was doing and that kind of thing. Uh, late 90s, the Volcom uh, craze hit. The Fox Racing was another one. Oh, yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, anything Gap, but Gap didn't really do big logos. They did more just general clothing. Um, but Nike Reebok. Old Navy definitely branded. Old Navy, them. Jabot, the, uh, they, they were the big ones. Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein, yes. They were that's big. another one, yeah. Yeah, it was in And then the, in Abilene, you'd have people with JCK for Jesus Christ King. Oh, came. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and the uh, pullover starter jackets were another big thing mm-hmm. the, for a long time. Um, oh, yeah. They were time. branded with everything under yeah. the sun. I remember the... Raiders um, gear was big back then. Not only that, but the Charlotte Hornets were really big back then. It was uh, Raiders and Charlotte Hornets were the two big... I don't remember Charlotte Hornets That much, doesn't but. make any sense in Abilene, Texas. It, yeah. it doesn't, but I remember uh, going to Madison, or not Madison, Man. I, think, uh, I remember the Charlotte Hornets, for some reason, were a big starter jacket. Wasn't uh, Raiders like, the whole straight out of Compton solidarity thing back yeah. in the 90s? Yeah. Mm, maybe? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, I know like uh, Ice Cube used to wear the Raiders gear and all that kind of stuff. I have a feeling that's part of what spurred it. I think so, yeah. Uh, number 17, uh, Yin Yangs. Yin Yang Twins? These necklaces were just awful. Yes, even worse was the rice necklaces. Yin Yangs were hip and cool in the nineties. The white symbol and the black symbol that came together in the yin and the yang. Yep. You know that was a that was definitely a big thing back then. I, I don't think I ever had any Yin Yang stuff, but I know it was around a lot. Yeah, it was pretty the duality of whatever. Yeah, Yin Yang was a big symbol. They they also had the uh, Kung Fu the series made a comeback, which was big in that whole bit. Uh, but yeah, Yin Yang made a comeback. The whole Eastern mysticism thing. That's true. Uh, 16 printed bike shorts. I did not uh, adhere printed to that. bike shorts. I'm not sure. Neither did I. It said uh, Saved by the Bell and Clarissa Explains It All were the uh, epitome of printed bike uh, biker shorts. I would even wear them under my, a pair of shorts. They were glorious. I don't remember that. Uh, I mean, it just looks like was polka that a quote from Dustin? Yes, it was. Yeah, they even have like, po- they just have polka dots and shit in this picture. I, I don't know. I didn't really watch Saved by the Bell either, to be honest, but... Uh, I did. I might have seen a couple episodes of that, and closely explains it all. But I did. I was never into the biker shorts. I'm assuming that was more of a female thing. I remember. Seems like it would be. Yeah, I just don't remember them being like a big trend or anything. I remember more like the biker caps with a little tiny flip up bill. But yeah, I don't, I don't really remember girls themselves. wearing them either. So no, I just I don't, don't really remember. That was later than that too. Yeah. Uh, number fifteen. Another thing for the ladies is butterfly clips. <laughs> butterfly clips were the ultimate hair accessory in the nineties. Oh, 
I do remember women wearing those. I remember scrunchies more than butterfly clips. Oh, man. Butterfly clips were huge. They were huge, dude. Yeah. Huh. Scrunchies were, too. Where unfor- were you? Unfortunately. I'm probably unconscious, covered in semen. <laughs> he was ass printing a couch up on uh, Ambler Road. <laughs> TMP Lane, sir. Get a Jeez, Fair man. enough. Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Number 14, I know you, I know you bitches uh, partook in this. Uh, slap bracelets. Yeah, they got banned from school. Oh, yeah. Yes. They sure did get banned from school. <laughs> Why were they banned from school? Was it, I think they were people cutting people and shit. The, well, they would also do it in the middle of class and just make noise. Yeah, okay. true. So they were a distraction. I mean, they had like a sharp piece of metal in the middle of them, oh, so true. if the thing ripped at all, yeah. you're pretty fucked. <laughs> uh, kind of a stupid trend, but uh, you know, I definitely remember that. I mean, a lot of these are stupid. And they, they tried yeah. to make a comeback with that a few years ago, too, I remember. And they just kind of fi- faded out and died. But Did they? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, they did. Did you have one? Yeah, I, I was regularly slapping myself. <laughs> You're like, fuck it, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Slap braces forever. I brought it back just for myself. <laughs> All right, number 13. I uh, definitely remember this in the 90s, especially the late 90s. Choker necklaces. Choker oh, necklaces yeah, those, were the top accessory of the 90s, yes, they Yes, they were. Uh, they, especially among the high school crowd, I remember those very vividly. And a lot of pop stars and actors yeah. uh, actresses and everything had they're, that they're usually I, I remember mark wearing them all the time yeah, i used to wear them yeah. routinely he still wears that though. with his flannel yeah, i've never given it up cotton <laughs> flannel and choker necklaces yeah, they were he, has, always on. he has like a dog training collar with little pins <laughs> that stick out spikes and he, he asks you to tug on it every now and again it's a little weird just pull my hair hard <laughs> number 12 a huge hit in the 90s the discman oh yeah, well, yeah of course Love absolutely the discman. Well, it was a, it was a new uh, pioneering technology that has had only been reserved for the giant stereo. I mean, look no further than Wayne's World when they glued a discman to the dashboard of the car. <laughs> True. I mean, True. that's that's pretty awesome at the time. I mean, we had Walkmans before that, but yeah, which were tapes. But this is, you know, this is a yeah. a giant leap in technology at this point. But you couldn't skip from track one to twelve like that. You couldn't like you could right. with a discman. You're right. Do you remember what your first CD was? I do. Okay, what was it? Sandy Patty? Um, it was an. I can't remember what it was called, but it was an acapella. Michael album. W. Smith? No, it was an acapella album, like the group acapella, the my Christian f- band. I remember that. My first one was Nirvana. Never mind, actually. Mine was uh, Green Day Dookie, which was also my one of the also top- your last disc. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, my uh, number one tape that I ever played <laughs> it was Green Day Dookie. Yeah, discmans were were wonderful. D- uh, disc technology, and then at the late nineties, the DVD and laser disc technology yeah. was also. Super awesome. Well, I remember that uh, the, the Discman advents led to the Sega CD at the same time, which had an awesome uh, Sonic game. You also had that one where you like went yes. through tunnels with like live people interacting yes, with you. Uh, Sewer Shark. Sewer, Sewer Shark. That, that was such a great game. Sucked. An endless game, but kind of fun just from the advent of live God, action. It sucked. Sewer I know, Shark. They definitely thought in the mid to late 90s that putting live people in video games yeah. was going to be a big thing, and that kind of faded, fortunately. It did. Uh, number 11, Doc Martens. Never oh, yeah. owned any Doc Martens. Ever? No, never, I couldn't I did have it. a pair of Doc, uh, Doc Martens. Totally jealous. Totally jealous. Toast Jelly? Could Toast Jelly, but could never <laughs> afford. All I got were um, some decent work boots. Well, about as close as let me back up and say, in the 90s, I definitely didn't have any, but I've had some since then. Ooh, look at the rich man over this here. Guy. Look at this. It's not rich. Captain Doc Martin over here. Doc Martin over when here. I'm deciding in the 90s, for the majority of that decade, I'm not deciding. I don't get to decide what I get to buy. Although I do remember in the 90s, you had a you were living in a new development, and you did, <laughs> and you dug a hole that you hung out in instead of having a treehouse. Wow, what a brag. <laughs> Not all of us I didn't hang out in the hole. <laughs> You're remembering that wrong, of okay. course. Well, what's the you, significance of telling us that? Anyway? I dug the hole because I was going to dig a bat cave. 
<laughs> and then it just never went any further than that's like dorky. the three and a half feet down that it went. Yeah, only... that's dorky. <laughs> that is a little dorky, but it's also awesome. It's something I would have done too if I could have afforded a shovel like Tom. <laughs> Number ten. Disposable. You lived on Ivanhoe. I know that was a way better d- district than where I lived. Those houses were built in the fifties. Yours were built in the nineties. Okay, you win. When a house is built does not determine its value. You lived in the new development, though. Okay, it was a Judge newer. Judge Ely was premium. Newer in the nineties, it was twenty years old. Okay, God. In the nineties, ours was forty years old. Uh, how, much, how much longer is this list? No <laughs> shit, Dustin. Top ten. Number ten, disposable cameras. Nobody uh, knows what those are anymore. No, they don't, but of course they were a big player. I am, I think. I mean, you probably can, but yeah, who, but who, who the fuck would? You can get the shittiest cell phone now and have those. That's true. I remember that was awesome. To like, you had to like finish a reel and shit. Yeah, before you could turn it in to get yeah, it like, yeah. like just take pictures of shit you didn't even care about anymore. Pet rock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number nine, uh, you watched all three of these movies, and the three movies are My Girl, Now and Then... And Clueless. I don't know what the fuck now and then I don't is, either. I know the other two. Obviously. I did watch the other two. How about you, Mark? Oh, of course. I, I don't remember now and then either. I'm going to Google this real quick. It that looks was, like a mother and daughter's movie from, that was, what, I'm telling, from what I'm Three strong about. women, Roberta Martin, a.k.a. Rosie O'Donnell, uh, Demi Moore, and Melanie Griffith return home to reunite with their childhood friend Chrissy DeWitt, a.k.a. Rita Wilson, and see her through the end of their first pregnancy. It had your uh, horny obsession Christina Ricci in it. Yeah, true. She she was. Was that obsession. a Mark Horny obsession? Back <laughs> yes. In the day? yes, yes, Absolutely. yes, absolutely. He was he was that. way into Wednesday Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> I don't remember that movie either. But my girl, of course, and we have to retell the tale of uh, Dustin's running with Anna Klumski. I don't remember the details so, of it. Take so we'll away do it away at some point. I know you you confronted her on a diving board. There, in I ran into her in a Days Inn in Abilene of all fucking random places. <laughs> And we had a very unpleasant interaction, and I don't really remember the details of it. I probably described it sometime in a previous episode. I'd go back and get the details. But why do you not remember the details? I don't know. I drank too much since then. <laughs> you were drinking too much at the time. <laughs> How do exactly. you not remember your one brush with celebrity? It's probably you were making hey, out. You, Marina Backroom was another brush. brush. Second brush. Yeah. First of two brushes Angela Kinsey as well. You guys were making out. You probably hey, tried you to weren't in the room for Angela Kinsey. I was too. I just no. barely talked to her off here. I don't believe that you were in the room because I never heard you. <laughs> And Clueless is still a classic. Oh, of course. And Paul Rudd has barely aged since then. The, I know. What the fuck's up with that? He's got that baby guy. face, man. That He's guy. got baby right. face. Why, why fuck that guy? No, fuck that guy for his, his, he uh, deserves for his awesome genes. He's like Wolverine. He's going to live forever. Uh, I, I bet that I will bet you a lot of money. <laughs> That's not true. Does anybody dislike Paul Rudd, though? No, I think everybody I think loves so. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is awesome. People and are stupid. Why would you dislike him? He's awesome. He's amazing. Paul Rudd, official sponsor of the break room. <laughs> That's a lot of dudes to service. That's really a Doesn't random make drop. any sense, Thomas, but... I didn't say it! Why'd you hop into the car and call in? <laughs> make a random statement. <laughs> Number eight, hard candy nail polish. I know Mark was all about oh, that. Oh, yeah, I was real big into that. Uh, hard candy's nail polishes were the coolest thing in the 90s. We'd have to consult some ladies on that. I just... I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't into cross dressing at the time, so I just didn't. I didn't <laughs> get into time, that at the time. Now uh, you are. Now I it's love a, that you you put that on the end of that stand. Now it's undisclosed, but at the time I was not. <laughs> uh, but apparently they came in uh, black, light blue, green, and white, and uh, I don't know if they tasted like candy. I don't know, but apparently that was a thing. Number seven, Furbies. Whoa! You remember Furbies? Yes. A little talking that shits. Was, that was uh, past our demographic, though. <clears throat> 
That was but after, it was in the nineties. It was in the nineties, but that was, was like late nineties. We had Teddy Ruxpin. But which we were I guess the eighties. We were the disgruntled teens at that point. We yeah. didn't care about that shit. I remember Furby's being one of those Christmas presents where everybody murdered each other <laughs> over them. <laughs> kind of like Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, yeah. That's the. That's, I don't remember it much more than that because again, I didn't have one. I didn't have any siblings that had one, so. I had no uh, sister either, so I don't know that some of these female products that come out. Uh, I don't know if Thomas's sister was into any of these, but uh, the next one is rice necklace. Isn't that the same uh, thing we talked about earlier? Well, they said that they, the other thing was as bad as rice necklaces, and then they threw rice necklace on here. Uh, remember those necklaces with rice in them that had your name on it, too? I can't believe how much <laughs> I love these. They are hideous. I don't know anything about that. Not I don't even remember that thing. existing. I don't. No, I, I, I don't do. Know. I remember that, but you do. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember it. I remember, all. like in Collin Creek Mall, they used to have booths specifically set aside for writing oh, your name on a, a Metro Nineties Mark over that's here. That's right. Went to Collin Creek Mall. <laughs> fancy Collin Creek Mall. We had the Mall of Abilene. They didn't have that. We, yeah, you didn't. And that's why I'm <laughs> fancy. I moved on. No up. rice booths there. <laughs> yeah, they're like. All it is is like a little tube with a piece of rice that's got writing on it. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much, yeah. That's, that's what the, it looks like. That's the weirdest fucking thing. That, why? Why did that exist? I don't know. Angelina Jolie had her brother's blood or something. Who knows? That's that's just because they're creepy people. But <laughs> true. Like, why does this? Oh, here's a, here's a crucifix with a piece of rice in it. That's Next amazing. story. <laughs> Oddly enough, it uh, one of these actually says Lauren on here. Uh, number f- means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Every 90s kids will remember buffalo shoes. That's not true, because I don't remember. I don't know what the fuck a fuck buffalo, buffalo shoe is. buffalo shoes? I don't know. They look like they have like a shoe with a flame on the side of it, and it just looks like a generic tennis shoe. I have no idea. Nobody? I'm, I'm out on I'm that one. I'm completely out on that. I remember British Knights. Remember the ones with flames? No, I no, don't list. No, nobody knows what a buffalo fuck shoe is. Fuck you, times.com. No, I don't remember that. It looks like, I, I'm looking at pictures here on the Googles, and they it looks like giant freaking platforms. Is that yeah, what they are? Yeah. It's like one of those kids that had, he had one normal length leg, and he had one leg that was That's shorter true. than the other. It looked like, like one of those kids would be wearing uh, like a platform shoe like that. That's yeah. what it looks like. I could have really used these in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody let me know about this. To make you uh, taller against John Lackey, a just, World just, Series pitcher? Just taller. Wish he was a, wish he was a baller. Uh, number four, right. platform sketchers. Uh, yeah. It's pretty much sketchers we, with short leg platforms uh, on the bottom. We just did the same thing twice. Yeah. Yeah, move on. Yeah, fuck you, college times. Uh, number three, Tamagotchi. Uh, again, right on the edge of our adolescence. <laughs> uh, I remember people carrying them and carrying, carrying Was that like those... Them, uh, was that like those little pets you had to keep alive? Yeah, a little, little digital form? Little digital pets, yeah. Never was into it. I, remember I only them, know but... about that because they sold them when I was a uh, lowly fry cook at KFC. That was the toy they gave out to the kids. So I kind of remember them from that. That's but a stupid it, thing. It was definitely nothing I was ever interested Damn in. Oh my gosh. That kids are stupid. That's true. Thanks, Mark, for that. <laughs> Number two, we all do recall parachute pants. Oh, parachute Absolutely. pants. I mean, MC Hammer, if nothing else. you got to just look at a little MC Hammer to know that. Nothing wrong with parachute pants. Not at all. Would you still wear parachute pants, Mark? Yeah, yeah sure. You know what I'd like to see make a comeback is Zubaz. <laughs> the, uh, the old weightlifter pants that had, like, zebra patterns and leopard patterns and tiger patterns. Those were the shit, Zubaz. I think you're the only one that wants those back. When I could go, when I could, if I could take those and go back to the gym and, and blast my lats... That would be awesome, dude. You can Zubaz. totally do that. No, yeah, but they don't make Zubaz anymore. What stops you from doing? Because they don't make Zubaz anymore. I bet you can get them. And they don't make Zubaz in fat ass size. So. We're in 2016, and in 2016, everything goes. You can do whatever you want. There's no fashion limitation. Uh, do whatever you want. When you get a chance, check out a site called Zubaz.com. Oh, it's back. 
They have a 20% off sale right now, apparently. The tagline to the site is, Embrace the Awesome. Yes. Do they make it in 55XL? <laughs> There's no way. I don't think you need that, but I don't think they do. Are you... Never mind. <laughs> Number Zubaz one. Nation. Number one. Colored hair extensions. <laughs> All 90s kids will remember the day they got their first... Colored hair extension from Wigawam. I never I got sure one. Yes. <laughs> I sure remember the time I went to Wigawam and got my first colored hair extension. No. That's fantastic. <laughs> would you do colored hair extensions now, Mark? Uh, yeah, that could mean I would actually have a full head of hair. So, yes, I would do full You can do it off the back. Extensions. You can have, like, a colored mullet. <laughs> or you could do it off the pubes. Can I do a front mullet? <laughs> you could do colored hair extension off the chest hair. Yeah, you should. Or the, yeah, or the pubes. <laughs> I just want a full head of hair. You could connect the chest hair to the pubes and have <laughs> colored strands between them. It's a full superhero, uh, super, super highway from my chest to my pubes. A, a giant, super, super highway. Giant loop of hair. <laughs> Can I, could I take it, tuck it down under and go up the back as well? Of course. You could do it. It's 2016, man. You can, you have can do whatever hair you hair down to the ass. There are no limits in 2016. Color hair down to the ass. <laughs> and that's the list. And no, I don't remember that. That list was bullshit. Well, if you have any comments you can, or a question of the week, you can call us at 469-665-9827. 469-665-9827. Or you can email us at brew, I'm sorry, breakroomshow at gmail.com. <laughs> you can show. email us over there, too. Breakroomshow at gmail.com. Uh, 469-665-9827. Uh, we are on Twitter at The Break Room. Facebook is Break Room Show. Instagram is Break Room Show. Follow us. That's right. If you uh, haven't subscribed to the show, please do. Go to Berkham.tv and you can find all the links to uh, subscribe to the show there. Vaginal re- rejuvenation balls. Past that, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks for uh, episode 254. I want to see you spank it out at 95. I'll go out. Gasoline. High five. Oh, that's not cool. His nipple is the most memorable thing. It's like the weirdest feature ever. Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. You're a dick. Beyonce's ugly. That's a nice looking anus you got there. <laughs> I have mad props respect for uh, your micro penis. Ah! I know a lot of words. <laughs> Bosom buddies? Have you seen Bosom buddies?